Hey everyone, welcome to this edition of the Broke Hage's Anime Podcast. Uh, with me, as always, is Luke. Luke, say hi. Hello, everybody. Welcome. All right, that's enough out of you. Uh, He's been muted for a second. So this episode will kind of tie back into our Anime Awards podcast. And since we gave our Anime of the Year to Odd Taxi, right? Uh, We gave many, many awards to it. And you may be thinking, like, what is Odd Taxi? Why? What makes it so good? And why should I watch it? And so we're here not only to kind of describe Odd Taxi, kind of tell you what we loved about it, kind of where we put it on our tier rankings and, uh, you know... And you'll have to suffer through some of Luke's speaking. So Luke, now say a longer <laughs> hello now that uh, you're not trying to rudely cut me off from this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I the, I actually wrote the outline for this one. This is a Luke podcast. Thank you. But yeah, yeah, pop it up, everybody. Um, so the idea is that, you know, uh, we did give this the official Brokage's anime of the year stamp of approval and that is probably the most prestigious award in anime um so we figured you know we'd reach out to our ever-growing audience all tens of you no no Uh, how dare you we are definitely growing we're above dozens at this point we're over a few dozen 37 people (laughs) listened to our last podcast that's that's growth i mean listen dozens if this was a company you'd be investing right now like large (laughs) sums of money actually people should invest in our company um, not that we would give them equity, but they should just give us money uh, because we need it. These crunch rolls still dragging their feet for some reason. Must have had a flat tire on the money truck, but who's to say? I, I hear they're in a really tough financial situation right now. So like, you know, I understand. Um, but anyway. Funimation merge, right? Like Funimation's library is now going over. So they're they're busy with all of these operational things. So they can't. Right. You know, it's such a big check. They haven't quite finished writing all the zeros at the end of the numbers. <laughs> Yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't have enough reserve cash for uh, our our price point. Is the issue? Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, um, we wanted to talk about Odd Taxi. So uh, because oh, is that what the podcast was about? It is. It is. Um, so because George has uh, not watched the show for a while, and I am obviously the more eloquent, well spoken, well versed, well educated better looking, funnier, modest, smarter, modest. yeah, modest, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Uh, podcast hosts. Uh, I'll go ahead and give you kind of a, a brief overview of what the world of Odd Taxi is. Thank you. Um, you're, so, you're such a giver. Even for spending this time with me, I really, I'm so appreciative. I'm glad that you were <laughs> able to, you know, roll out of bed this morning. Literally morning. To, to yeah, this off. afternoon. All right. I'm on nights, everybody, just so you know, and I am exhausted. Uh, so that's why we haven't podcasted for a while. <laughs> this is why our real lives have kind of taken over. So thanks for waiting. And, uh, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? So uh, here you go. You got a, a new podcast for your greedy little ears. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, anyway, tell us about Odd Taxi. Give us the, you know, elevator pitch. Slash. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, George did tell me he was the one that suggested the show to me. Um, and when I first started watching it, I was like, George what the fuck is this? Um, because it's not like your traditional show in at all. Um, basically this world that we're set in is just like our own world. Um, there's no like superpowers, super villains, super technology. It's just like, you know, the modern day Japan basically um, with one twist is that everyone is an animal for some reason, but like an animal with like humanoid hands and they're like humanoid sized. So it's just like, you know, like if George was like an orangutan or something. 
Um, <laughs> how dare you? But, As if. How? Yeah. It's like BoJack Horseman, right? For any of you who have seen BoJack Horseman, it's pretty similar. Not like aesthetically, but the characterization of animals and people are the same. Yeah, yeah. It's just like animals are people. And they have like hands and they walk around and, you know, drive cars and stuff. Um, and our main character is this uh, taxi driver who's a walrus. Um, and there's not like anything particularly special about him in the way that we start the show. It's uh, it's basically just his life and his like little social circle and him driving around and running into people is, is how we start the show. Yeah. And that's when, you know, I, I know that explanation, that description isn't very sexy. Um, and that's how I felt, felt when I first started watching the show. I was like, well, I mean, why did you suggest this to me? Well, Luke, but, there was no, you know, antagonist talking about how the world would be better if it was over. So Luke was finding it really hard to empathize with any of the characters. Yeah, right. Yeah, like nobody seemed to care about what was really important. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. But that that's like, you know, why at first I was like, why am I watching this? But to spoiler, you know, to get to the end of the podcast, it's a it's an amazing show and it won our best anime of the year for a reason. Um, and we'll get into kind of the reasons why uh, that happens to be the case. Um, but now that you kind of know a little bit about the world, George, would you mind telling us about our main character, Otakawa? Yeah, so Otakawa as Luke kind of alluded to, is like this really odd duck, like pretty reserved, socially awkward, you know, mid-30s or 40s character who who's a taxi driver and he has these odd character quirks. Um, you know, he's he's funny, but he's like, you know, almost too, too abrasive to the people around him. You know, he has these like clear health and mental health issues. For instance, like he can't sleep at night and he's all, often going to the doctor to try to work those out. Um, he's like his best friends with some, you know, someone much younger than him who is himself kind of this like, you know, career, you know, struggling, not at the top of society young man who is, you know, he himself is like really struggling to say. Well, I don't think, I don't think he's, his best friend's young. I think he's actually Otakawa's age. And like, I, I think you're trying to be nicer about this, but like he's portrayed as like a loser, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Otakawa or the, the friend? The friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, he looks younger to me. So maybe that's why I didn't realize he was supposed to be the same age. But he like, yeah, he's a loser to the point where like, and a big plot point goes around this. But he starts lying on his like dating, dating profile apps to try to, you know, do better with the women, right? And uh, a big plot point will be based around that. But you know, that's the kind of the type of person he is, right? And so it seems like a character that you know Odakawa is a very odd character, very. Um, you know, not the most inspiring characters. Not like you look at someone like Attack on Titans, Eren, or you know, uh, Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. Like that's someone who I'm off, you know, right away very interested in. Uh, that's someone who's like you know magnetic and I should follow. But like, you know, he's someone who like especially as you you know spend time and grow with him and this the characters also do so. Like he becomes more and more interesting, right? And you start to he he's like a real person where you start to understand his values um, and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think that as the show goes on, a lot of his positive traits um, really get sh shine through and yeah. get shown. Um, you know, he sounds boring at the surface. He's a taxi driver, but he you find that he has like a very dry sense of humor. Yeah. Um, he's like very snide with his customers sometimes, which is like, you probably shouldn't be doing that taxi driver, but, but you know, it, it, it's funny. It adds to the show. It shows his quick witted humor. Um, 
and he seems to be like, you know, a lot of times it, it came off as he was the smartest person in the room, but not in the sense of like a James Bond way or like a, I don't know if you, anybody ever read the Artemis Fowl books when they were a kid, but like classics. overly, yeah, classics. But like, he's not like overly like, I'm the smartest person in the room. It's just like subtle the way that the show does it, but it show, that it's like, he puts things together in ways that like other people don't really. Um, even like his friend, who's like a doctor, he like is able to put things together quicker um, yeah. than he is. Uh, and then he also has kind of like this mysterious past that maybe we'll get into, maybe we won't. I don't know how many spoilers we want to throw into this uh, podcast. Um, but, you know, there, there's this, the, the, the mystery that kind of the show is centered around. Um, we're kind of wondering if he's maybe the perpetrator of this crime that the show keeps alluding to. Um, and we don't really know like who he is or why he or what his background is like they, they keep alluding to this past that he has um, without explaining it early on in the show and that kind of adds to his depth of character as well um, so I think he was actually nominated for like protagonist of the year yeah. um, in the Crunchyroll Awards he did not win the Brokage's protagonist of the year but uh, good boy did he not win protagonist of the year from Brokage's I think oh, he didn't he won mine. mine well yeah so like he won the you know yours which is like 10 percent. oh the so vote. the real one that's and then, right. no yes, yeah he did. and then this... he didn't win mine which was 90 percent of the vote so uh, like, you know he he got he got some he was others receiving votes category oh i see well he yeah. also won the crunchy roll award but semantics i'm <laughs> not semantics. that that matters i mean i will say that the thing that does undermine our awards a little bit is the fact that you won podcaster of the year uh so <laughs> you know since you're 95 percent of the vote we kind of understand how that started to happen. Uh, and you know, there are concerns amongst the other members of the committee uh, who are, you know, like Odakawa, probably the smarter people in the room <laughs> who are highly concerned with what played out during the anime awards. But, you know, you will leave that. This is not an anime awards critique podcast. This is a odd taxi critique. Right, right. And we won't want to critique an award like that that was so obviously deserving. But um yeah, anyway, go on. Let's let's get back on odd taxi because we all know that that is not something that we need to rehash, you know, because I did win that award fair and square. So yeah, go on, George. Yeah, so I mean so odd taxi, right, as Luke was saying, centers around this like mister mysterious crime that kind of happens, which I think we can get into. It's like episode one. There's like a missing girl and the show yeah. kind of implies is trying to imply that like Odakawa might have been the perpetrator, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that is kind of how various other characters in the show see see him and see how the crime went down, as well as, you know, the end of the first episode basically ends with him. He's talking to, like, a closet or, like, a bedroom, and he's, like, talking to someone as if they're there, right? Yeah. So like, what's, what's going on? Obviously, like, that's not really a spoiler. That's episode one. Um, but so off the bat, you're kind of hesitant of Odakawa in a way that, like, a character in the world might be. Uh, but at mm -hmm. the same time, then you get to, like, sit in his taxi for, like, much of the first few episodes. And we start to get to meet all of our other characters, right? All of the other, like, moving pieces and parts of this, like, what ends up being this, like, very fun, very crazy story, right? And so the, I think that what the show does is it, like, it's a big cast of characters. It has to be, like, over a dozen people. But it takes the time. Like, it has to spend, like, you know minutes to tens of minutes on each character kind of going through their motivations going through their like important relationships and then mm -hmm. um and we you they they're kind of built from the ground up in a way where you know once they're once they're in they're like in and they're always important um yeah 
and the, so the show is very nice in the sense where it's like all these puzzle pieces and you start to like you you know first few episodes you're like picking them up uh and then you start to see how they like fit in the story right and no part of you is like oh i don't understand how that puzzle piece got there it's like oh you know what this makes sense um and i think that's yeah. one of the strengths right um yeah I, th I think that you know kind of how i think about odd taxi and you know, now that they have kind of a, a basic overview of the show, I think that we can kind of get into, you know, why we think the show is so special anyway. Yeah. Um, I, and when I think about Taxi, I think of like a very well-planned show. It's it's like a, it's not like a Paris that seemed to just kind of spread out from like a central area. This is like a very well-planned city. Yeah. You know, it's a grid. This is New York City, baby. Um, or Manhattan, mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it, it's like a... <laughs> it's a very well planned out show like like you were saying with the characters like each one of them it is important to the show and plays their role per, you know like perfectly like there's not wasted time there's not like wasted energy learning about a character or a plot point that's not gonna be important later on you know and and that's what i think is one of the you know things that made the show so special is that it's actually like very tightly put together but it doesn't feel that way like it doesn't feel like they're like rushing through like oh this is this character's motivation this is this character's episode that we need to get get through it's like spliced together in a way that makes sense that flows well within the story yeah. um and that also uh just like everything adds to a conclusion that makes sense and it's like a very cohesive narrative yeah. um so like even though it's an anime and there's an anime podcast um I think that Odd Taxi actually gets around some of the common faults of anime and is just like a very good show full stop. Like it, it doesn't need to be animated um, in Japanese, although most shows that are good are animated in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Shows some would say all. Watching. I mean, Man's Greatest Sin was the third dimension. Right, right. right. And the English language, I believe. Right. But if you, <laughs> if you were a sinner, per se, who did not only watch two-dimensional Japanese-based shows, yeah, yeah. this show would still very much appeal to you. That's true. And I don't want to, you know, alienate members of our, like, audience real quick. If you watch 3D shows, then, like, again, don't be part of our audience. We don't want you, right? I don't want to alienate anyone who listens to this. I would just prefer if you didn't. That's all I'm saying, personally. <laughs> right. Right. This is this is why we're growing so fast, so rapidly. Yeah, we, yeah. There are tens of you now. Does, no, there are literally dozens, tens, <laughs> dozens. It's it's a, it's a, it's a good place to be a bro, good time to be a brokage. I gotta say, you know, it's just I, we're at the top of the world. Actually, well, uh, citizens of Renoa, you know, people are starting to recognize us on the street. It's 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 hard to buy groceries. Yeah. You know, the celebrity is clearly getting to George's head. So exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so actually, a funny story with that is I was on the street. Wait, there's a like, story with yeah, this? yeah. And my parents, they were like, "Oh my god, is that is that the George?" And I was like, "Guys, please stop! Is please stop! Don't <laughs> do it." And I was. <laughs> So yeah, Your I'm parents, being recognized. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being recognized. It's pretty cool. Wow, it's probably, that is pretty cool. Crunchyroll is probably calling ahead, you know. Um, mm -hmm. There's probably some other orthogonal podcast that, you know, they've mentioned us as rising stars, right? And then for some reason, right. everyone's heard my name and figured out who I am. So, like, right, right. I don't, don't want to brag. but um, Well, for, for our listeners who aren't, you know, your parents, uh, <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe we should get back on topic, George. Uh, <laughs> so, you, 
you know, I kind of went, gave a little monologue of what I thought made this show so special. Um, George, why don't you tell us why it won, you know, anime of the year for you? So it's kind of like Ocean's 11, 12, 13, the other ones, where, you know, <laughs> it's one of those, you know, kind of perfect crime stories in the sense where, you know, you have a, these like do, a do, about a dozen really fun, likable characters who are all kind of coming together and fitting together. And then you have this plot that, you know, things kind of take place in this like really, you know, exciting, energetic way between these characters uh, in an unexpected ways. And it, but the way of, like the narrative and the plot is, are both written, uh, it makes it like it's very fun and like watching it's very engaging because there's not really a dull moment, which you wouldn't really expect in a show that is, you know, 50 percent centered around the taxi rides that this character gives. Yeah. Right? But, you know, it's a thriller in the in every sense of the word, right? And so uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but kind of where the show evolves is that um, Odakawa, not through any fault of his own, starts to get wrapped up in basically this crime syndicate, right? Um, mm-hmm. And he's trying to figure out kind of how to mitigate the damage to the people around him while also, you know, holding these people accountable to their actions, right? And so it's, you know, and in some ways you start to get, again, this like Ocean's 11, 13, 5, where you, you, the main person is like this person in the middle of the crime who is both trying to help the people around them and also try to get out the scenario and make it out scot-free on their self, them, themselves. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I think is like very exciting about it. And I, you know, the banter, the writing is like very fun. I mean, like who's to say, like maybe it's just the people who are, uh, you know, writing the English subtitles, but. Right, yeah. Uh, but it, <laughs> The whoever whoever is at least writing the English subtitles wrote a fantastic story. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, and I think that we kind of talked about this in the Animated War podcast, but you know, it, it doesn't make sense that the show is so good. Like the the premise of like following around a taxi driver um, in a world where people are just animals. Like, would you just say that at the surface? It's like that's not like that interesting. But when you actually watch the show, like you said, the narrative is very interesting. Um, it's very tightly directed and put together um the characters are all interesting uh the writing is likable despite their flaws i would add except for yano Um, yeah likable despite their flaws like even the bad guys you like kind of get their motivations and you understand who they are and they have like moments of good right and so all the characters are kind of uh very likable in their own way but sorry go on absolutely absolutely and you know the it the plot ties together nicely at the end and I won't spoil it, but the people that you're kind of rooting against, you then become like even more sympathetic to their, their plight and their cause because you see, you know, what they're really working for. Um, and the way that they put together the story uh, just makes it, I think, you know, what we talked about in the awards podcast was that the, the show is more than some of its parts. Yeah. Um, and the parts are all great individually. You know, uh, you had Otakawa winning the protagonist of the year for George um, and Crunchyroll, but not like the actual protagonist of the year, you know, just like the, you know, fake ones. Um, and you had the best score, the best opening song, uh, also the award winner for the Brokages, um, me. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, you had, you had like, the, they were nominated for the best antagonist of the year. Um, they were nominated for a lot of awards and somehow the show when they put it together was better than the sum of its parts yeah um so 
if you are an anime watcher or just getting into anime, I, I would highly suggest you uh, give this one a shot. But even if you're um, not, right? Like this is this is a show, and especially like even if you're not into anime, it's twelve to thirteen episodes, right? It's a very non-anime story in some ways, and it's you know it's I think it's a show for everyone, right? And it's a show that's so strong that Luke. You know, they announced that they're doing a mo- an odd taxi movie, and Luke was like, "I don't want the movie. I like this. I think the story the story was perfect, right? You were like, the story's mm-hmm. been told. We got from you know start to end, and I was there for it. Um, which is, I think, about like I don't. It's definitely not a show that ever needed a season two or a movie. Uh, the movie yeah. looks interesting, and I'm going to see it, and I'm excited for it. But to Luke's point, like the one good one he makes, I don't know, fiscal quarter. Um, <laughs> you know, the show is it, it's. Like it's not like it's perfect in like exactly it tells its story. There is no kind of extra fluff or anything, and there's nothing left on the bone at the end, or there doesn't need to be. Yeah, I mean they gave us like a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end, but um, I to to you know your point, which was recycling my point, which is usually what you do whenever you make a good point. Um, <laughs> to my own point, but through you. That's like yeah. what I've realized when I talk to people is when you really want to like give a point and you want to be well received, you market your idea as their ideas. Like what I think you're saying, yeah. is, and then you just say what you were saying the whole time. And then they're like, yeah, I was saying that. That's a great right, point. Yeah. Right. So, sorry, like I was saying, Luke. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, you know to your point my point uh <laughs> so you don't undermine it, yourself I lost my train of you, you, it was your point though you there's, there's no tact <laughs> to your point mine no one give him credit <clears throat> sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i i thought that the show ended like like the, the ending was perfect and i think that that's a very rare thing to see especially in shows nowadays because like unlike movies Although I guess you could say the Avengers kind of do this, but like a show can always like be renewed for another season and successful shows often are, and we often see them kind of go off the rails and lose what we love about them. Um, And that's, I think more of a problem with 3d shows that I've watched because, you know, they're not based on a manga. Um, But for odd taxi in particular, I thought that the show ended in like a perfect way. Like the, the narrative wrapped up and I was like very satisfied, which is like, pretty rare i think for an ending for a show that you love you know i feel like most people who love a show end up hating the ending like attack on titan isn't finished yet but people that i know who have read the manga are like very upset with the ending so like i don't know what it is but they're upset about that um game of thrones one of the you know biggest shows of all time people hated the ending um lost people hated the ending like a lot of the the most famous shows people hate their, their their endings um because they, you know, oftentimes don't have like a uh, plan. Um, but Odd Taxi, it, it was very clear that, you know, it was like a very well-planned city, you know, like they knew where they were going and everything that they put into the show was put into for, to it for a reason. Um, and it wrapped up very well with the tight bow. Um, so I'm a little bit nervous about the movie, a little bit more nervous than you are. I think you're very excited about it. Um, do you want to tell us why? I'm just a trusting person. That's why. Like, my heart is full of love, Luke. Unlike you and, you know, your Madara complex and your this and that. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person of the people. And so I want, to give, I want to give the director, who did a great job, you know, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he'll do a great job again. But before I get into kind of what I'm excited about for the movie, real quick, we talked about Attack on Titan for a second. The, the last few episodes have been a little slower, right? Not, not just me. 
<laughs> yeah, now that uh, the the uh, <laughs> Demon Slayer Attack on Titan series is over, the Titan What's Slayer series name? is over. Remember its name? Titan Slayer. Oh, he got yeah. there. Everyone, yeah. he's awake. I am very tired, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, now that the Titan Slayer series is over, they just knew that you know their audience probably dropped by half now that people don't have to watch it to listen to the podcast. Exactly. So they're like, okay, we don't have to keep balling out like this. We can yeah. slow it down. Um, and that's exactly what they did. So uh, <laughs> everyone just talked about their feelings for 60 straight minutes. Yeah, it's uh, I still like the show, but it is not as good as how the season started off. Sure. I will say it's in a lull, but I'm, I'm, I'm expecting it to ramp back up. You know, that's the way narratives work, George. You would know that if you were an artist. Well, I think here's um, the thing is that Odd Taxi, right? Very constant level all the way through. Like, was, was there an episode you watched of Odd Taxi? Another, we're going to speak to the praise of Odd Taxi, where you were like, all right, you know, we got through that episode, but let's see more. <laughs> On to the next one, I guess. No, yeah, that, that's a good point. And a lot of animes you cannot say that about, um, which is, I think, why we gave it the ranking that we did and why it, you know, won our anime of the year. Um, so, you know, now that we've given all, sung all of its praises, um, George, who do you think should watch Odd Taxi? Who would you suggest it to? Not Cam. And here's why. <laughs> it's under 50 episodes. Cam is our friend who has terrible taste. Everyone, he's been on the podcast. You can go listen to his episode if, episode if you want. Yeah, there's like, so there's like my taste, which is like the pinnacle, right? And then there's like, you know, way down at like, you know, the letter L of pinnacle is Luke maybe. And then at the E is finally Cam. And then like left off the list is like maybe Sam and other people. Um, you know, people who like Dune, right? But <laughs> Wow, you really, uh, were really proud of yourself for that pinnacle L. Thank you. <laughs> weren't you? The audience can't see you, but you had this little smile on your face that was so self-satisfied. <laughs> Listen, Luke, I was just speaking to your point, which is that you're an idiot, um, which was a great point that you made uh, that I'm now convincing you is your own. See, that's, that's, um, that's, sorry, hold on. I like how your, your strategy of convincing people of your ideas is just to tell them that it's their idea, like without any context. Yeah, your idea that Odd Taxi's great because it's a show that is incredibly consistent that everyone will love and that, you know, there are no like weak points of Odd Taxi at the end of the day. It's built like a well-functioning taxi. Like it's been well-oiled, it's well. Um, we should watch it. What? Well, who should watch it? Oh, who should watch it, not why. Yeah. I was like, the whole yeah. podcast has been about why, but here <laughs> I go again, who should yeah. watch it? I would say anyone. I mean, like, I don't think, people who are like maybe 15 like i think it's a bit of an adult show with adult problems again kind right of which is why cam wouldn't like it yeah Burn! <laughs> oh, oh this is tough for camera right the e of pinnacle uh, if you will i know we gotta have him back on so he can defend himself but go on <laughs> but um no i think you know i think any adult would like it because there are many adult problems and you know i don't like is there maybe if you're like looking for like an action flick or things of that nature this is not for you because it's not like high action high octane mm -hmm. um but if you're just looking for a good time if you're looking for something in an anime that's kind of the closest thing to oceans 11 or 13 that's kind of what i would yeah would you call it a starter anime would you give it to somebody who 
is just looking to like get into anime uh, and doesn't have a ton of experience with it? Or would yeah, you say it's more of a seasoned anime watcher's show? No, no, I think anyone can watch it because I don't think it built, like relies on any tropes. I don't think any part of it, you know, you need to even like anime to like, right? Like, I don't think that um, there's any part of it that people would be afraid of. I just think it's a good show. It's like the Squid Games, right? It's a like good show that happens to be in a different language. And a yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, another part of like, would you recommend it to somebody starting anime? And like, maybe this is just uh, me having remnants of being a closet, we closeted weeb, is that like, you know, certain tropes of anime are like kind of an embarrassing thing. Like, you know, you wouldn't yeah. want people to like judge you for this part of the anime. Um, and when I say that, I'm alluding to shows like, oh, I don't know, Seven Deadly Sins <laughs> to, uh, Devilman Crybaby, things like that, where it's just like, you know, there's parts of this that like are anime tropes, but it's like, you know, it's not what I watch anime for. It's not what I need anime for. Um, and, and Odd Taxi avoids all of those. Um, like you said, it's just a very good show that happens to be animated in another language. The thing that I will say about Odd Taxi is I wouldn't call it like a good starter anime in the sense where I don't think you will watch that show. And then if you watch that show and you're like, oh, other anime will be like this. You right. <laughs> poorly mistaken like it's i agree very, like there's no shows like it and most shows are more anime than odd taxi right yeah yeah well actually so now that you say that there's no shows like it i'm gonna try to make you uh go back on that statement um <laughs> I, that was actually gonna be my I, next question I'm is what shows my... would you would you compare it to it sounds like you know you've been using the ocean series a lot as like your your reference but um if you could try to find like an example for the audience to you know know what they're getting into um what would you use like what does odd taxi remind you of as like, a show um in terms of am i asking what other anime do i think it's like or am i asking what other shows like american or in english like other well shows, period you know, it's an anime podcast, so I'd start with that. But, you know, if you're not creative or intelligent or handsome enough like me, um, you can think of all shows, you know, just generally. Well, Luke, there, I'm lacking many things. And so I think what mm -hmm. I'm going to do is I'm going to give you kind of a comparison that you yourself have made. Um, and thus, you will agree with my position. <laughs> I feel like this is the theme of the podcast. <laughs> you're trying to gaslight me. There are a lot of themes. It's also... Some have argued that I'm taking up airspace as I look at the anime on my list to try to find one. <laughs> All right, well, here, why don't I go? Why, why don't I go first so okay, you stop why stalling? Okay. <laughs> so you can stall while I talk. Um, the show that it reminded me of, actually, like in terms of anime, uh, was um, Cowboy Bebop, um, which I know might be kind of weird, but I think that. Like they're very different shows, but they're similar in the way that, you know, they're tightly made. Um, the characters are all interesting uh, and that it's not like a traditional anime. You know, it's it's they're both animated shows, but they could be done, um, you know, with live action. If you're a center with third, third dimension um, and they would still be good shows because of the um, like emotional significance that I guess more Cowboy Bebop has than than Odd Taxi. Um, but just the way that the shows, shows are structured, um, I think that they could both very well succeed as like not an anime. Um, and they're both like great shows. Um, they use music well, uh, and the characters are all tight and interesting. 
Now, I will say they are different shows. You know, the feel of the, the shows are very different. Odd Taxi is much more lighthearted. Um, it doesn't have quite the same style as Cowboy Bebop, um, but it does have, uh, I would say, it's a little bit faster moving and it's uh, more quick-witted than Cowboy Bebop was. It's adult, right? Like we said this in our review of Cowboy Bebop from a long time ago, but it's like a, it's like an adult show about adult problems where usually an anime will be about like the power of friendship and about being a good mm-hmm. person and giving people second chances. And that is not the vibe of Odd Taxi and it's not the vibe of Cowboy Bebop, right? And it's like, you know, love, or not love, but uh, life is messy and yeah. hard and like people are you know fallible and you know adults are people too and they have problems and i think you know they both kind of speak to the adult experience far more than say demon slayer naruto you you know assassination classroom all day I, I i totally agree i think that's a a great point george um and i think that you know the way that they both do that and it's a point that we brought up on the podcast a few times is that the characters and their motivations are are complex you know like in a lot of the shows that you just alluded to like the classic show and the classic anime um it, it's very black or white like there's a good side and a bad side and you know who you're supposed to root for um except i will say in naruto the bad side makes some good points um, <laughs> yeah. so no Luke, you always have a very easy time deciding because there's a, a side that's you know that's black and white and you where most people would side you know with whatever they're say, seeing as the other side you're always you know you know there's the good and the bad luke is always like yeah there's the good and the bad there's the bad which is the good and the good which is the bad i'm with you there's the good and the bad and right like, but it's very clear which what who you're supposed to root for yeah, yeah. Um, Luke's and, like Madara, period. Like, that's the guy. <laughs> Madara is the goat, probably. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, but Odd Taxi and Cowboy Bebop uh, both do a good job of uh, showing humans, you know, kind of as they are, which is as good, both good and bad. You know, there's, there's a million shades of gray uh, in between both black and white. And the fact of the matter is most of the world falls somewhere in those shades of gray. Um, and I think that both shows do a good job of, of kind of showing that. Yeah, I think, so for me, I'm going to go with something I didn't expect, like I, that I, would, I had a different answer and then I kind of came to this one. Now this is my answer. I'm going to go with Mob Psycho. Um, wow, that's yeah. interesting. I would not have seen that, but go on, defend so yourself. Mob Psycho is a very different show in the sense where it's stylized, it's, you know, they're you know there are powers it's all about you know these psychics running rampant through the world and you know it's you know sometimes it's monster of the week and sometimes you know you have a longer narrative but the reason why i would kind of say that odd taxi is like mob psycho is because of its relationship with its main character whereas you have many 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 anime who have you know characters who the appeal of their like protagonist is very clear in a Mob Psycho and an Odd Taxi, what you have is you have these shows with very flawed, kind of awkward protagonists who you might not like take, you know, take to immediately. But what you see is like these characters throughout their life, they like what what happens is that their own limitations uh, get exposed, and what they have to do is you know what you get to see is them growing and learning, and despite their kind of status in society and their struggles interfacing with the rest of the world you start to see them kind of grow and be Mm -hmm. part of a narrative and kind of take initiative in their own life and, you know, improve because of that. And so I think like 
if you look at Odd Taxi as a show about Otakawa, one of the closest things that you can get is Mob Psycho and how Mob Psycho kind of goes, or how Mob himself, the character, goes from like a passive observer of his own life to like finding things that are important to him and taking control of his life, right? Uh, despite mm-hmm. the people who are potentially trying to use him. And so I think in that way, the shows are very similar, right? Like, there are ways the show is different. And, like, if you went from Odd Taxi to Mob Psycho, you'd get much closer to what anime is in Mob Psycho. Uh, but again, like, uh, Mob is a great show, too. Like, Mob, in some ways, is some of the best anime out there and has, you know, less of the failings than, say, um, you know, other anime that might lean heavily on tropes and fan service and things like that like mob's a good show it's like it's like yeah. you made one punch man good um, <laughs> well yeah mob's like a classic you know it's like about as good as one punch man you know it does not maybe not as <laughs> engaging or funny but you know it's it's a great show i agree yeah well i think i think it's um kind of to your point actually is like mob's like doing it again person uh <laughs> where as saitama is a caricature of a person and you know his show is bad like you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what i said um but yeah I, I actually think that's a good comparison when you first started i, w- I wasn't gonna lie i was gonna i was gonna fillet you i was gonna roast you um but here i as am you kept talking live unfilleted it's true as you kept talking i was like you know what george you're making some good points over there you know uh it, it is both shows about growth of our main character and they both are kind of socially awkward in their own way um and I, I agree with you. I think Mob Psycho is much more of an anime anime um, than Odd Taxi is. Like it has much more of the anime tropes and superpowers and fights and things like that. Um, and it kind of makes sense why you would follow Mob because he's like the most powerful, yeah. you know, psychic <clears throat> in the world. Whereas Otakawa doesn't really have anything special about him other than, you know, his quick wit. And uh, he has like a remarkable ability to recognize people um that they kind of end up explaining later on in the show um spoiler alert luke spoiler hello i didn't didn't say how he recognizes people um but you know on the surface there's nothing really special about otakawa which is like a little bit of a differentiator between the two shows but um i think it's a good comparison so well done george yeah i mean mob psycho is not called odd taxi that's another difference they're not the same show i would agree (laughs) <laughs> yeah but they're structured differently too <laughs> no, but like, for I, instance the main character in odd taxi's name is otakawa and then in mob psycho his name is mob another difference all right all right so you're trying to trying to reduce my points with your with your sarcasm no, these are things over there. that you said right so what you said if i recall is that mob psycho has two seasons I feel like you're, you think you're doing something here with this whole, like you said, my point thing, but all you're doing is gaslighting. Like this is like a well-known phenomenon that is all over the internet. Blorge. Blorge. Oh, don't you start with, don't start with me, Luke. But I will say like, both are masterpieces too, but um, that's mine. Well, one's a masterpiece. The other is a classic. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I guess we could just go right into the uh, final Brokage's rankings uh <laughs> yeah so i'd probably give odd taxi a classic maybe a fan favorite. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it's a masterpiece for sure it's a masterpiece through and through i agree um and george do you want to just remind us of like what our criteria of a masterpiece is you know we talked about it in an earlier episode but i think that's one of our least listened to episodes m citizens of bernoha 
get together. <laughs> you calling them that horrible name when you should be calling them Goat Kages. But I think like Odd Taxi is a great show with no flaws um, and still maintains a strong number of the highest possible highs, right? Where like other shows like Naruto has, you know, higher highs than most shows, but, you know, also has probably some, you know, Achilles heels, Um you know, if I use heels and people only have two heels, that would mean that it has just no functioning feet. I would not necessarily say that about Naruto, but, um, you know, I think Odd Taxi is in some ways a flawless, like, perfectly executed show. It's like, you know, the perfect crime in some way. You just, you just called it flawless in such an understated way. You're like, so casually, like, yeah, you know, I think it's probably good because it's flawless. Um well, but I think, so I think that you can be flawless and have, like, no high highs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, like, Odd Taxi has some really high highs as well. Where, like, I think in part of my opinion on rating anime has changed in the sense where, like, you can have a flawless show that's always, like, uh, you know, B+, plus, right? Like, there's no yeah. Fs. There's no parts that are Fs. And, like, there are lots of shows where there are, like, some Fs. And that's my problem, mm-hmm. like, you know. Say like a One Piece, which I love. Um, you love less, but um, you know the the ending is or not the ending. The begin. Who knows what the ending says? I'm still 700 episodes away from that. But the thing <laughs> is slow, right? Like it's just like that's like a thing that you have to with Odd Taxi. I don't even have to like preface. There's no qualifications. Yeah. No qualifications. That's the perfect yeah. way to say it. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Uh, it's a masterpiece for me as well, obviously. Um, so that's a consensus ranking. Uh, we don't have to the 90-10 voting system that we usually do on the podcast. Um, so we have to call it a class of piece, which is probably our most popular ranking at this point. <laughs> well, I think that, um, you know, for the listeners, they should definitely check out the show. Uh, if you are trying to get, say, your significant other or a close friend into anime, um, this is a pretty benign starter anime, even if it doesn't like necessarily introduce them to the tropes of anime. Um, and I think it's a good, a good show for viewers of all like anime experience levels. You can start with it. If you've watched, you know, a hundred animes right now, first of all, that's impressive. Second of all, uh, you could also enjoy the show. Um, I think that this is the the strongest recommendation from your uh, Brokage's podcast host. So definitely check it out. Uh, George, do you have any uh, last questions, last thoughts on the uh, Odd Taxi podcast that you need to get off your chest before we go? Uh, it's not about kind of the odd taxi, but uh, two weeks, Luke and uh, JJK Zero comes out. So, ooh, wow, yeah, that's right. Time flies, man. And We've so you know got what? to do. I will. I've been a... I will. I will foreshadow the next episode, actually, which is uh, in between now and then. We promise you, you will get straight into your veins a JJK season one review. Oh my goodness! Wow. So we now have to do that. All right. Um, so <laughs> I will restart watching Jujutsu Kaisen promptly. Um, maybe we'll have a guest on. Maybe we won't. Honestly, reach out. Like, do you guys like the guest episodes or do you like the us episodes? I feel like there's an obvious answer because the us episodes have more Luke time. So like, you know, pretty clear choice there. But if you have the wrong opinion, let us know. And then uh, maybe I'll shut the fuck up every once in a while. Um, <laughs> so yeah, reach out to George on Twitter. Um, I am very excited for the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. That's a great Reach idea. Reach out to Luke on uh, Instagram. He can proceed not to see your message for like 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at Instagram. This is why we need money, guys. We need a budget. We need somebody to run our Instagram account. 
um, Luke, do you want to play but, us out? You want to say bye and play us out? <laughs> oh, man. Let me think of a beat. Hold on. That's the same one you always come out with. No, I usually go with the it's it's different it's different one this is like disney